Welcome to episode 31 of Feedback on Track. I'm your host, Nick Dang. How did your week go? What do you usually say when people ask you who you are and ask you to describe yourself? Do you even know what to answer? Let's talk today about identity and what primarily defines you. These days, I've been doing a lot of thinking and brainstorming about new projects coming up and it implies redefining what I do and who I am in some way. So it's all related to work, to my professional projects, and it requires so much focus to try to understand what direction you are trying to follow. And each step that I take feels like it's starting from scratch again, because it feels like any new angle I'm trying to adopt in my business feels very hard. I don't even know if this path is meant for me to be taken. And I spend a lot of time thinking about how to make it as well as possible. Anyway, I will keep you updated about these upcoming projects and what it means for the future of this podcast. Now, in this case, it's not easy to differentiate between what you want to do, the desire, or if it's a caprice, something that just crossed your mind one day and you're trying to implement but really doesn't have any future potential? Or are you trying to implement sustainable change in the way you do things, in the way I do work or in the way I'm trying to approach uh, new professional angles? And these days, because of the last few months, the whole world has been shaken up. Most people these days ask themselves this question. It's a legitimate question. Where do I go? What do I do? How do I define myself? It's a good question to ask because obviously the world is going to change drastically from now on. And the way we work, the way we interact, it's going to be different. This is the only time when you should be questioning everything in your life and redefining who you are and what really drives you. And you want to know what is the next step in your life? What steps are you trying to take that are in line with who you are and what defines you the most? Now, the question is, how can I define myself and how can you define yourself? For me, I think my work actually defines me because the things that I do on a daily basis don't really feel like work. It's more about helping others to grow. And in this case, it feels like everything I've accomplished so far to help me grow can be used for others. And it doesn't feel like work because it's more like fun. Of course, some days it feels a bit difficult, lack of inspiration, a lack of motivation, difficulty to focus altogether. But most of the time, it doesn't feel like work. Now, maybe for you, it's completely different. And the question we are asking today is what truly defines you? So how do you define yourself? Do you define yourself through your work? Do you define yourself because you are the citizen of a country? Do you define yourself because you're passionate about something? Or maybe you define yourself through your relationship status. So maybe your work. I'm an architect. I'm a doctor. I'm a business owner. This is who I am. This is what defines me. Now, I'm American. I'm German. I get defined by my passport or where I live or where I'm from. I love to cook. Now you define yourself through your passion. I love to learn languages. I love to help people. Or I'm married. I'm single. I'm a parent. This is the kind of examples that you can say when people ask you, who are you? And how do you define yourself? 
I was working with a client and she's a lawyer and she was about to leave her law firm, but she felt hesitant about it because she told me that every time she talks to people, she introduces herself as I am a lawyer. And when she leaves that firm, she's not a lawyer anymore. She's been a lawyer, but at a certain moment, she won't be a lawyer. And she felt fearful to say that, oh, I'm leaving my status behind. I, I don't know how to define myself anymore. So does this apply to you? Do you define yourself to your job? And if you change jobs or if you're unemployed suddenly, and especially these days, do you feel like you've lost your identity? Do you feel like you don't know how to define yourself anymore? Have you ever thought about that before? Or you just took everything for granted? You just live your life and, and I do it too. I live my life and I don't really question who I am, where I'm from. I just do what I have to do. And now when you define yourself and when you shift something in your life, do you feel like you are changing yourself? Do you feel your identity is changing? And do you feel like what defines you originally changes altogether? Now, the thing to remember is no matter how you define yourself, it is very important to be embracing it and to feel comfortable with it. So if you define yourself through your relationship status, that's fine. You say, I'm married. You say, I'm a parent. Or you talk about the fact that you are coming from a certain country. I'm from Spain. I'm from Sweden. This is what defines you. This is where your roots are. This is where your mindset comes from. So embrace it fully. And when the situation gets tough, you still can rely on this definition of yourself. So embrace it, feel comfortable with it, and be ready to justify it when people ask you, why are you defining yourself from the country where you were born? Why do you define yourself and identify yourself with your job? And for me, for sure, I define myself through my work because my philosophy of life stems from my work and vice versa. My philosophy of life impacts the job I'm currently doing. And in turn, my job impacts the way I think and the way I see life. Now, why is it important to understand who you are? There's a few aspects to it. And the first one would be your vision must be in line with how you define yourself. It is very important because this leads to consistency to build your life and reach your objectives. For example, if you're passionate about learning in general, but suddenly in your company, the CEO implements a new process or maybe a new software, a new way of doing things, and you refuse to train yourself because you say that, oh, I'm used to doing things my way, the old way. I don't need to train myself about that. And I don't want to change. Obviously, change is always difficult, but in this case, maybe the company has deemed it viable to change the software, to change the system, to improve the process, and you refuse to do it. Now, are you really in line with your identity and how you define yourself of somebody who loves to learn new things? At this point, you are not. You are not being consistent and not being coherent with what defines you. And if you're not, obviously, a gap starts opening, the gap between what you think defines you, or at least what defines you in general, and what actually happens in reality and how you implement this identity in real life. So if you create a gap by being unwilling to follow what defines you, obviously at some point frustration occurs. That's why it's important to remember that your vision, what you have in mind when you think about your life, 
must be in line with how you define yourself at a specific moment in time. Now, talking about a specific point in time brings me to the second point. Knowing who you are represents you at a specific point in your life and gives you a picture of what your life looks like. But this picture can and definitely will change throughout your life. It doesn't mean you are abandoning your convictions or you are selling yourself. It's just that life situations change. And in this case, your identity somehow gets updated. What defines you when you are 20 might not be the same and probably won't be the same as what defines you when you're 30. Automatically, I'm thinking about relationship. I'm thinking about maybe getting married, having children. From 20 to 30 to 40, what defines you is not the same anymore. Now, you can operate another type of shift, especially these days. Maybe you want to go from the status of employee to the status of entrepreneur to the status of business person by creating your own business. This is, again, you are not trading yourself for something else. It's just that you're adapting to new life situations and somehow what defines you is different. But if you can justify why you went from being an employee to being an entrepreneur, then you can understand why your identity is shifting from one side to another side. Maybe you're the citizen of one country and you decide to relocate, you decide to live in another place for some time. And at some point, you have the opportunity to get a new citizenship. Now, maybe you take it or you don't. You keep your former, pa your original passport, or you kind of renounce your previous passport. Even if you keep your birth passport and you get a new one, your identity gets updated. Your identity and what defines you changes because you've adopted values of your new host country. You've adopted a new mindset, a new culture. And in this case, what defines you is different. Maybe you completely forget about your birth passport, your birth mindset and you shift completely, or you kind of mix both. Either way, what defines you is now slightly different or drastically different. Now, the third point is, and it's very important, you should never try to create your identity based on somebody else's identity. In other words, what defines you is unique and cannot be taken from somebody else. Now, I'm not saying you can be inspired by somebody you admire, maybe a celebrity, like a business person, an athlete, an actress, and you can copy some of their traits that will bring you satisfaction, that will bring you success, that will bring you happiness, but you can never become like them. If you try to do that, it's just going to be very weird. If you try to become somebody that you're not, it doesn't sound right, but you can get inspired from them for sure. Because you need to preserve what makes you different and what makes you unique. We all have strengths and weaknesses. And obviously, weaknesses, we try to improve them at some point because it feels like they hinder our progress. We don't feel proud of our weaknesses, so we try to improve them. So in this case, yes, you can look at other people and try to do the way they do to improve your weaknesses. At the same time, reinforcing your strengths. But never copy exactly another person. Now, there's another way to look at it, and I usually do that when I set goals for myself. I set goals in a twisted way, which means I look at the things I really don't want to become and the things I really don't want to get in my life. 
And then I try to shoot for the opposite. If I look at someone very successful and I try to copy or get inspired from their goals, like reaching a certain amount of income, reaching a certain amount of influence, it just feels so unattainable. Whereas if I look at somebody that I really don't agree with, somebody that I don't really admire, and I just look at what they've accomplished in their lives, this is for me is, a, is an alert of what I should not be doing in my life. So when it comes down to define yourself, look at somebody that you despise, somebody that you really don't want to become, and you do everything that you can to never become that kind of person. In this case, it gives you an inspiration in some kind of a reverse way. You can get inspired and you can find your way to define who you are. So for example, if you have somebody in your company that is not really the most honest person, that is always trying to find shortcuts just because they want to boost their ego, just because they want to achieve success more quickly than anybody else. Maybe it's working for them or it's not, but you know that you never will adhere to these values. So in this case, you do the opposite. And that's what defines you at some point. You want to be defined as somebody who's honest, somebody who's straightforward, somebody who's hardworking. So you look at that person, you do the opposite, and that's how you define yourself. What are the three takeaways from today's episode? First, anything can define you. You just need to be comfortable about it and embrace it. Maybe your work defines you. Maybe your relationship status defines you. Maybe a passion of yours defines you. Pick what defines you, be proud of it, embrace it, and be ready to share with people and many times be ready to explain it. Why your work defines you or why your passport defines you. Number two, what defines you can and will change all throughout your life. Different situations, different opportunities, different age would change the way you perceive yourself and how you define yourself. This is normal and this should be accepted as well. Number three, don't look at other people to find what defines you. Even if sometimes you can find a person that you really don't want to become and that will help you define you in the opposite way. Just think about somebody you really don't like, somebody you really don't admire and do the opposite of what they do. Do you often feel confused as what truly defines you and thus stalls you in your life progress? What do you do to get out of this rut? Go ahead and share with me how you approach this kind of moment and what solutions you implement in your life to really understand what truly defines you. And as always, if you like this episode, please share it with someone who is not clear about what defines them deep inside and could benefit from listening to this episode. Thank you for listening to this new episode of Feedback on Track. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and I will see you again in our next episode.